Hi everyone, welcome to Let Me Tell You Something Podcast. It is Wista. Welcome to the podcast where we talk about the shit that I want to talk about, not what you want to talk about, because if we talked about what you wanted to talk about, you'd be here, but you're not fucking here. So we're going to talk about what I want to talk about. So you guys, I just want to say, I know it's been a while since I put in an episode. I think I put out an episode one, like the last week of February, and now we're in like middle of March. So happy March to you guys. Um, Hoping everything is going great with your month. I will say personally for me, March is the second month of the year. So if you had any goals that you want to accomplish or achieve, go do that. I believe in you. I trust that you will achieve all your goals. I personally do. Okay, let's get to gratitude. So I personally believe that gratitude, you got to have gratitude for so many things that you do in your life because honestly, all the good shit comes into your fucking life once you're grateful for what you already have. So I just want to say I'm grateful for you guys listening to this. If you're a new listener, thank you. If you're an old listener, you've been listening for quite a while. I appreciate you too. I know I'm kind of talking a little fast just because I'm you know what you guys I am trying to stay on topic I know with this podcast if you've been listening for quite a fucking while you already know we're gonna have a set of topics and we might not talk about all of them because I don't like to talk to myself no more than like 25 minutes and when we start getting to like the 26 minute mark I start thinking I'm a fucking lunatic Well, first things first is I actually want to wish you guys a happy quarantine anniversary. Yes, it has been two years since we have been in quarantine. March 16th, 2020 was official day where we all thought we'd be in the house for two weeks. But guess what, bitch? We've been in the fucking house for fucking two years. I'm pretty sure this quarantine lasted longer than some of the relationships you've been in. And yes, I'm throwing shade at some folks that I know. You know, I'm throwing shade at myself too. But just think about it. Think about where you were in March 16th. 2020 I was literally in my classroom at NYU talking to like my social media professor and telling him hey um are we going to are like are we going to go home like is class done yet because I'm trying to get the fuck out of here because there's this whole freaking airborne disease just spreading all over the place and I ain't trying to catch it it's crazy how like in the span of two years so many things have happened within everyone's lives you've either lost someone to COVID which is very sad you've some people probably caught in it i don't know maybe some of y'all listeners have caught in covid um let's see for example some people got laid off from their jobs some people quit their jobs some people got out of relationships some people got into like relationships although when it comes to like the aspect of like relationships within like breakups and quarantine it was crazy to see how like some couples have been together for years literally after within the span of like a few months into quarantine just cut it it was just like okay we're not it and then also too is with like couples that surfaced it was like whoa um this period doesn't make sense but i'm gonna let you guys rock and then let's not forget the boom of babies the pandemic babies everybody's out here having a fucking baby during the past two years I don't know if you got a pandemic baby, you strong. I, because I have a few family members who have pandemic babies and I look at them, I'm like, yo, that is a whole different breed. And not only with that too, astrology wise too, when it comes to like pandemic babies, their birth charts are fucking crazy. But to celebrate this quarantine anniversary, I currently have a stack of toilet paper to represent how people were hoarding toilet paper and also flipping it for higher prices on eBay and Etsy. Oh, actually, there was actually a certain point where Etsy had like toilet paper sales but not even like toilet paper that you could buy from the grocery store people were making like reusable toilet paper which didn't make any sense I think that's fucking nasty but if hey if you want to be organic you could take it to that level but we have the toilet paper here we also have one of the baked goods because let's not let's be real there's a certain point where y'all was making banana bread every single fucking week 
every single freaking way to make fucking banana bread and it got fucking annoying. And then I also have a copy of a stimulus check. Uh, you know what? Y'all gonna be like, bitch, how the fuck do you still have a copy of the stimulus check? I don't know. I saved it because I planned out for this fucking episode, okay? So I have a copy of a stimulus check that it's already been used. So it's just here. Just have that right there just to represent how crazy we went for the stimmies and Joseph. Um, I'd like another one. I'm gonna be real. I'd love another stimulus check. But the last thing we have to represent this anniversary is Zoom. I'm currently on Zoom and that represents work from home, which is actually a topic right now that we have to discuss. So Joe Biden is saying that he wants people to go back into the office. And I don't appreciate that because Joe, last time I checked, you work from home, sir. You work at the White House. You literally work from home and you get to travel within a team. So like you're not taking tr public transportation. You're not having to drive or do anything. You get to be at home and then take like the freaking Air Force One to whatever country you're going to or take like the freaking motorcade and do whatever you got to do for these meetings. But for you to tell us that we have to go work in our offices when companies have proven and shown that there are benefits for employees working from home. It's been two years in this pandemic and a bunch of major companies are still growing and thriving. If a company didn't make it through this pandemic, there's many certain reasons to why it could have been like a, um, a company based in like the service industry, but still a lot of like major companies and brands are striving during this pandemic. So I don't get why you even tell us that we gotta go into the office. Cause the way New York City set up right now with the subway and shit like that, uh-uh. If I have to be strapped up with a freaking taser, pepper spray, which I'm always I'm always strapped up regardless where I go with a knife and then also with other things. I don't have time for that, baby. I'm staying home. But not only with that too, sir, Obama got COVID. You think I'm going outside after hearing Obama got COVID? I'm staying in my fucking house. Your friend got COVID and you're telling us to go into the office and I'm freaking vaccinated and boosted. I'm still not touching the freaking office. Uh-uh, not doing it. And I still wear my mask in public. I I don't have time for that. I feel like I feel like companies should give people the option of, do you want to go into office or should you work from home? Because it should be a balance. And if you're going to do hybrid, then I don't want to hear y'all saying we got to come in three days a week. No. Give us the option of coming in one day or two days. Cause who wants, cause like some companies, what they do is when it comes to like the three day hybrid, they'll say, okay, Monday you have off, Friday you have off, but you have to come in Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Or then some places will be like, okay, well, you're gonna come in Monday, Wednesday, Friday. No, just give me the option to pick the days I have to come in to the office or if we have like an important meeting, then I'll come in. But my message to Joe is, bro, nobody wants this. We don't want this. Do some more important things. Please get rid of these student loans. I don't know, you guys, but I really do think that the student loans are gonna get pushed back because I just feel it's gonna happen. Once again, happy quarantine anniversary. I I get it. We are still in this damn long-term relationship with Miss COVID. Hey, some of y'all haven't made it to two years of relationship. I guess it's the longest relationship we've had. Unlike actual relationships we have with people where there's like intimacy and like, you know, touching and all that, Miss COVID just pops up and enters your body without your consent. Like, get the fuck off of me, please. Okay, on to the next topic. Now we are going to be talking about this discussion that has been going all around Instagram and TikTok, and it is about money and finances, specifically in regards of splitting the bill at dinner. So I don't know if you guys are on TikTok. Yes, I have a TikTok now. I was one of those people who said I would never download TikTok, 
but guess what I did and now I'm obsessed. So there's a video going around. I don't know if it's on everybody's TikTok, but I know um, it was a birthday dinner. We all know about birthday dinners, how like people plan that out and they usually go to like an expensive restaurant, like an STK or like a Nobu or what is another one? A Mastro's or Ruth Chris. I don't know which restaurant they went to for that birthday. I'm gonna guess it's a Ruth Chris or an STK, although the food there is not good anymore. It's just all the hype because celebrities and shit like that. But the bill came up to $600 and everybody didn't want to split the bill. They're like, I'm gonna pay this, I'm gonna pay that. Or like majority of the people just left and they left the birthday girl and her friend with the $600 bill. I will say when it comes to like birthday dinners and like inviting people, you have to be very particular who you invite when it comes to like a birthday dinner because I, when I think about like the whole splitting the bill situation, I'm going to give a story time about how this happened to an old friend. I don't call her my friend anymore. I would say she's more of like a, a high level acquaintance. Yes, I'd be demoting bitches. But I had a high level acquaintance who had a birthday dinner. She was actually talking to a guy at this time. So pay attention to that part. She's talking to a guy. Yes, they was messing around fucking and doing all that stuff. But she had her birthday dinner at a Haitian restaurant. Right there was a red flag for me only because the birthday girl is Haitian American. And I just thought to myself is girl, you, we could have went to your house and like, we could have all brought in a dish, like a Haitian dish or like from everyone's culture and celebrate it like that. But you know what, whatever floats your boat, do what you gotta do. Mind you, you guys, I did not go only because something told me what's the don't go. There's gonna be some bullshit going on and some bullshit did happen. So I'm bringing it back to the douche that she was messing with. She was fucking with this guy. She was messing with this guy. Usually I always say this, if you talking to someone, they at your birthday dinner, shouldn't they be paying for your meal? Hmm, shouldn't they be paying for your meal? So this is what happened. Everybody ordered like specific meals. So when it comes to, it depends on what kind of restaurant it is. I know at like Caribbean restaurants, I know at like Jamaican and Haitian restaurants, the most important high meat is either like oxtail or goat. Those two meats, oxtail or goat. I know in Jamaican restaurants, they do serve oxtail. Haitian restaurants, some of them do serve oxtail, but goat is like that, like that is the creme of the crop, okay? Like you're basically ordering caviar to a certain extent. That's that's like the caviar price. That is the that is the Louis Vuitton of basically the Louis Vuitton. I just wanted to do it with a French accent. But that is the Louis Vuitton of I want to say Louis Vuitton. I say that's the Chanel of the freaking menu. But so somebody ordered goat. Some people ordered pork, which is basically like deep fried pork glial with some plantains and some black rice. I'm not gonna explain the whole Haitian food chain, but just know that the menu is definitely a lot of protein, carbs, and a lot of carbs. So some people ordered pork, some people ordered goat. I think like one person ordered goat because motherfucker, you know who you are because you didn't pay for your fucking meal, nigga. You owe my friend fucking $20, fuck you. But back to what I was saying. So one person ordered goat, everybody else ordered pork and chicken. And when it was time to pay, the motherfucker who ordered goat, you know what this cock guy did? He went up, cause everybody, what they did was they all paid separately. So they just went up to like the cashier because this was more of like a mom and pop restaurant. It was nice. It was a nice place, but like, it's not really somewhere where you would just sit down, get all dolled up and this, you could get dolled up, but like, it's not the type of place where you're just sitting there 
having kiki ha-has with your friends and just feeling the vibes and all that. Like I said, I did not go, but just by the Snapchats and the Instagram stories I seen, that's the energy I got from the place. So the kaka who got goat, his ass freaking pays for, he didn't even pay for goat, you guys. He went and paid for the cheapest protein that they had on the menu and dined and dashed. He still paid, but he dashed. And then everybody else paid for their meals. Then the person who, um, was doing the cashier realized, hey, the person who got goat didn't pay for goat. So my friend who's like a literal sweetheart, like she's the type of person, she'll do anything for people, but she ain't stupid. But obviously somebody has to pay for the birthday girl's meal. Cause you know, it's her birthday. Like we don't want her paying for her meal. The dude that she fucking with didn't pay for her meal. He literally did what he had to do and just act like nothing happened. Oh yeah, it's whatever. Like, I'm not paying for this. And I just like, when my friend told me this, I was like, bro, um, him not paying for the meal means that he's not into her. He's not. And guess what? They broke up or like ended their little situation like two weeks after her birthday. But I'm not gonna explain her business like that. Cause then again, she a high level acquaintance, but my friend paid for her own meal. Then she paid for the birthday girl's meal. And then she paid for that fucking caca's meal. So just in general, please, when it comes to splitting the bill, it depends on the level of friendships that you have. Like I'm the type of person, it depends on my friends. So if I were to go out with my friends from grad school or even like some of my close friends, I'd have no problem splitting the bill with them. I don't, I wouldn't have a problem at all. When it comes to like, we're going out and yes, my friends are there, but then people I don't know are involved, separate checks, please. And then also too, is depending on like what kind of friendships you have. Like, cause if I go out with like specific friends, we'll do the split the checks, but sometimes what it is, is someone will have their card and they will put their card as like the main payment. And then everyone on the table will Venmo them, their meal price and the tip. That I only say do that if you truly trust the people you're eating with. Like I'm the type of person, the minute, if I'm the one whose card is going to be the payment for the meal, I wait till everybody Venmo's me. Uh-uh, I'm not gonna, we're not gonna walk out of the fucking restaurant and you still have not venmo me the price of your meal and the tip. No, I'm going to sit on the table before I put my card down so then we can go pay for this caca. And another option would be, and this is if you truly, 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 truly trust the people that you're breaking bread with or your friends in general, the whole it's on me and you got the next one. I've done that with my friends and they've always made sure to get the next one. So it really depends on your trust with whoever you're going to be eating with or whatever activities you're going to be doing. Please do not go out if you know damn well you're going to be ordering the cheapest shit and then also you're not going to be tipping. Just stay your ass at home. Go make a fucking lean cuisine. Go learn how to cook because I don't have time for that. I don't have time for that. Some people don't have time for that. Just don't be wasting people's time, okay? And it just really just to show you when those type of situations happen, who your true friends are when it comes to like the aspect of splitting the bill and people are like, oh, well, I didn't do this. I didn't order this. I didn't order that. It's like, bro, relax, breathe, breathe, take a breather. If you knew that this shit would happen, you should have stayed your ass at home. Okay, now that we are done talking about splitting the bill, we need to talk about working hard. So Kimberly Kardashian, well, she used to be Kimberly Kardashian West. Kim Kardashian has told the whole world that they need to work hard. And it does not make sense to me why I would listen to Kim Kardashian 
who literally comes from a million dollar family. Your daddy was a fucking lawyer. Your mom was a freaking socialite. Your freaking um, stepmother was a freaking Olympic athlete. Why am I gonna listen to you? And yes, and yes, I said stepmother, although I cannot fucking stand Caitlyn Jenner, I will respect her pronouns. This is the thing, I understand where the message is coming from, but not from the messenger. Like, you know how there's any single time when somebody gives like a message or like a speech, and it's like, okay, we understand this message, but this is the wrong person to have like give out this message. This is a terrible messenger. Had you told me somebody who started from the ground up, I would understand this. Like if Issa Rae told me, oh, you gotta work hard, I would appreciate that because we've seen her come from where she started and where she is today. If freaking Quinta Bronson, who created freaking Abbott Elementary and who's about to like, what, have a second season of the damn show, if she freaking said that, I would believe it because guess what? Many of us like younger millennials and older Gen Z saw her going from the whole viral he got money video, then being on Buzzfeed and then going on Black Lady Sketch Show and then now with Abbott Elementary. I can understand that if she was telling us to fucking work hard. But Kim Kardashian, I'm not going to freaking sit down and see you and your fucking sisters look at the camera with no fucking life in your eyes telling us to work hard. Like even you reciting the shit was inauthentic. And I know I don't want to bring up the sex tape, but everybody's bringing up the sex tape. Ma'am, you was doing nothing on the sex tape either because I seen it and you was being, you was giving very much pillow princess. But shout out to the pillow princesses because you know what? So Y'all need love too, but not Kimberly. Hate to break it to you. When it comes to the, Kar the Kardashian clan, y'all just don't come off as authentic because everything y'all do, we know it's a PR scheme. We know it's a way to get people talking and riled up. So I'm just gonna stop this right here. If you use that speech as a motivation for you to work hard, girl, you know what? Do what you got to do. All I'm going to say is they have that freaking show on Hulu that they want everybody to watch on it. Nobody's checking for it. Nobody was checking for it on E. Nobody's going to be checking for it on Hulu. So we're done with that. Okay, here is the last topic and I'm going to make this quick. So we already know about the whole little Dirk shit saying that he proposed to his fiance India because she has a low body count. All that I'm going to say is, was I surprised that little Dirk said this? No. Was I really expecting little Dirk to say something different when it came to the reasons why he proposed to India? Eh, in the middle. Because I'm gonna give people the benefit of the doubt, but am I surprised? No, I'm not surprised he said this. Listen to this man's music. Like, what was you expecting? He went on freaking um Wallow and... um. Gilly show on Barstool, their podcast, but he went on that show. Like, what are you expecting? What kind of content are you expecting from that from that podcast? Although Wallow and Gilly, they are funny as hell. Yes, they do get deep sometimes, but what were you expecting? But I will say that I'm not surprised this is making all headlines because if you like pay attention to like Little Dirk's career, Little Dirk had two peaks. This is his second peak. I think this is actually his most like dominating peak rather than the other one when he was like with the Dej Loaf and he was first like coming out in the game and then he like did a little dip. This peak is actually way much better than the other one because now we're hearing about the music but also hearing about his personal life and also hearing more about like his personality. I will say also too is for like a lot of like younger kids or even like teens or even some folks my age which I'm, I look at them side eye when they tell me that this is their couple goals like all I'm gonna say is if any rap couple is your couple goals and I don't care who the superstars are in the relationships I'm gonna just tell you, you need better role models 
And I'm also going to say too is whoever you're in a relationship with is kind of representation of yourself. I know somebody's like, ah, oh, fuck you, what's that? But it kind of is a representation of yourself because who you befriend is also a representation of you. So who you decide to lay with or who you decide to call your mate is a representation of you. And sometimes they are a mirror of you. So some things that you do not like in yourself, your partner will probably mirror that. And that will be a wake up call for you to change those habits or to continue those habits. I'm gonna end this right here. I was supposed to talk about love languages because I really do wanna talk about the two problematic love languages. The two most problematic love languages are gift giving and words of affirmation. Gift giving because especially with this social media spectrum in this freaking decade where everybody's like, I want a Chanel bag, I want a Louis Vuitton bag. People just naturally expect gifts. So some of the people that I speak to who have gift giving as their love language that they like to receive not what they like to give because there's love languages you like to give but what they like to receive all i've heard from majority of the people that i've had a conversation with is get, um getting materialistic gifts but they don't realize that also you can make a gift you can make arts and crafts and other things like that you can knit them a sweater words of affirmation can also be problematic because people like to lie they like to lie so if you have trust issues you're already like no I'm not gonna believe this shit, so that's why. But you guys, I'm gonna end this right here. I did say I was gonna talk about love languages the next episode, but I just gave y'all what I had to say about that. But thank you so much for listening to Let Me Tell You Something Podcast. You can follow this podcast on Spotify. You'll find it on SoundCloud, Apple, Google Play, anywhere on the fucking internet because this podcast has been around since 2016 so it should be on there also also I'm not done yet also so I don't know I didn't talk I don't talk too much about like what I do outside this podcast I actually do PR for like artists so I'm definitely gonna let you guys know I am doing PR with with Sam Tracks and BB Borelli Sam Tracks is amazing artist he's been in the industry for like 15 plus years he's worked with Ashanti Anthony Hamilton um, now he's working with Brent Fayez and then also BB Borelli. She is a singer songwriter and she's written Rihanna's bitch better have my money. She's written. Yeah, said it. She's written for Usher and so many, like, like a lot of the songs you hear on the radio she's written for. So they just came out with their own EP together. It's called Soleil. It is amazing. I'm gonna have the links down below so you guys can check that out. I definitely recommend it. And then also too is another artist that I'm working with. Her name is Crystal Canes. Yo, Crystal is fucking dope. I will, I'm telling you guys right now, she is fucking crazy when it comes to like beat making, writing music. She's worth with like many of your faves too. She's also been part of like um, one of Beyonce's writing camps and all that. So I have the link for her song, um, Late Night, which telling you guys right now it is like a vibe when you're in your car just driving at night so i will have that all in the links below do i have anything else to tell you guys no but definitely give those a listen let me know what you think i have to go now i'll see you guys next week bye